This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hello. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, God. It is. Bob been... Wernbergray. It has been a weekend of somewhat hell, comprising of uh, sickness bug. Check. Got that. Well, daughter got that first. Puke. Lots of puke. Very poorly child. Uh, Followed very swiftly by pinworm. Uh, AKA the dreaded bumworms, uh, Mm. which I discovered on the same daughter. Um, because I've only got one, so that'd be weird if I <laughs> yeah, obviously it'd be weird if you look at someone else's daughter vagina or bum hole. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Um, and then uh, yeah, I found a worm on her, so that's always fun, isn't it? Mm. Hello, little wormy, fucking like your bum. Hole. I've been waiting for this moment, Vic. You <laughs> were so smug of going. No, we've never had it. <laughs> we've never had it, but I have <laughs> had it billions of times from when I was a kid we used mm. to get it all the time as children because there was four of us as well I think as an kids... adult it really changes things oh it up. does really it yeah. does yeah makes yeah. makes a very different scenario it does the just yeah. the experience of that chronic bum itch um yeah. and psychologically imagining all of the worms inside your anal cavity oh we talked at sort of quite length about it First thing, I don't really suffer from a massive itchy bum. I think I, I catch it very early on, or maybe I'm just so desensitized down there, I just don't feel it. Or maybe they just don't come out your bum. Well, but they then do how because else they I know the eggs, they got it, yeah. And obviously, I the, the whole reason why every time I've ever seen them is because I've physically seen one making its fucking way up towards my vagina. <laughs> It's horrific. It's horrific. What is your position physically when you see that, when you're on the toilet? No, it's normally checking. No, it's when I lay in bed at night and I'll just get that. I know what that feeling is. And I'll walk into the bathroom. I'll do a bit of a squat, look round. There it is. Oh my God. And what do you do with it? Just pick it out and put it in the in the toilet. Get a bit of tissue. Yeah. Squeeze it so it dies and then put it and then wash hands thoroughly. Gag. (laughs) Case, feel sick, get upset. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking cope. I just, it really wigs me out. 
Uh, luckily, we did have some medicine in the house, but we only had one tablet. So oh, I gave God. that to Edith because she of was course. obviously the main worm culprit. Sent Rob out to the uh, 24-hour pharmacy. He was like, go on my medicine. And then we took it and neither of us could sleep because we were just lying there with itchy bum holes, just oh, with the absolute fear. He was like, I can feel it on my penis. I'm sure I can feel it on my penis. I was like, yeah, it probably is on your penis, mate. Oh, my God. And then... Um, you know, I wouldn't be able to lay there knowing I would have to get rid of it if I, I felt it. It's got to go. It's got to go. I did do... Um, Good I Lord, did do you must have had a big, heavy worming. With the mirror, because I, I was like... But I was so scared to do that. But I did, and mine was fine. And yeah, that was the thing. Fine. I was like, is this just psychological? But it's not, because post-taking the medicine, mm. I had worms in my poo. I saw them. But they were dead. Were there loads? No, not at all. There was like a few, if that. Did you have a proper look? Well, because then I then got a sickness bug, right? That yeah. I caught that one off Edith. So I just had full-on tsunami poo-poos um yeah. so yeah there was it was quite easy to see because there was no solid dirt yeah they were just floating to the top <laughs> that's it um, it makes you wonder how the fuck a worm survives a shit i don't know do you know what i mean like if i like, were a worm up the onto the side yeah. yeah like not only that but like um, ex- like diarrhea for instance like that's proper stomach acid how the fuck does that not kill those fuckers on the way out how does that not bleach your whole bum hole i just the the whole sort of concept of the cycle of the eggs that is what oh, has God. since really plagued my mind because they're so they're microscopic so you can't even see them no. and they could be anywhere they could be all over the bedclothes so everything has obviously they could be been over your washed. curtains <gasps> i don't have curtains Blinds. blinds, they stick to everything. Carpet, means your cats. Oh my god! Oh no, I can't. Oh yeah, have you weren't Hendrix. I were Yeah, we do worm him, but I gave. Oh, him it's not treatment. Treatment him. So I was like, "Fucking get that." I don't know where they come from. Maybe from school. Yeah. Um, to be fair, that is sort of yeah. ground zero when it comes to bum worms. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the day, kids just touch their bums all the time, don't they? Mate, they I touch really my bum. Do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm not ashamed to admit that I touch my bum too. Yeah, but it's constant. And then I think their general hygiene is just not as good as an adult's. Well, not all adults, but, you know. So now yeah. I've, been, I've been like so, so, so militant with the hand washing. And so anytime they touch anything at all, I'm like, right, wash your hands. And we've got the new thing now. So we don't want, bur- we don't want worms and we don't want germs. Oh, I love that. We don't want worms and we don't want germs. That's fantastic. <laughs> So that could be a that. fucking advertising slogan for bumworm medication. I keep putting, um, my kids love being naked as well, and I think that's an oh, issue. Oh, God, they're, just, they're like, spreading eggs everywhere, mate. That's what they're I mean. So, them onto the fucking leaves in your bloody house. That's plants. it, but they've got um, they've got the fear now about the, the worms. So uh, every time Oliver came down with no pants, and I was like, uh-uh, no, go and put some pants on, mate. Think about the worms. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then we went downstairs and put them on. And normally he never listens to me, so it's obviously scarred them as well. That's good, though. You want them to be scarred by it. I do. You know? I was scarred by it as a child. Yeah. I mean, the first time we experienced it in this house, I went, I was very militant in that. I even bleached the door handles, the doors. I, I, I lost my shit, I think is what you could say. Yeah. It's, it's the done, first mate. time I've ever, I had ever, ever experienced it as a person. And I was just traumatised. We so I when we were little we had this horrific medicine called Pripsin. So did Steve. Steve oh, said it used to taste like God. hot cross buns that had gone off. Mate, I can't. That's the weirdest 
oh my god i have i've got ptsd from that stuff because i was weird as a kid with food anyway and textures and you know some might say i was adhd um i could Funny not enough. handle it could not handle the taste or the texture and we it was the only way you could take it and so it would be forced down us and mm-hmm. to the point where i would often be sick after taking it it's just and I can 80s parenting and medicine taking was quite something wasn't it there was no no gentle parenting going on it was like literally hold the back of your fucking neck and force it down your throat that's how it works yeah (laughs) absolutely well the the reality is long term having worms is really dangerous is it yeah it can cause anemia really yeah, it can it can make you have diarrhea. It can make you throw up. It's a parasite. Obviously, the more it breeds inside you, yeah, the worse it gets. Do you know what's so hilarious off the bat? Because I talked about it on social media. Obviously, it's content. Oh, um, oh I got an email from this organisation. Um, Stop. Who? Stop. Yeah, who, they the Bumworm Society. They're basically the Bumworm Society, and then they do this thing called a parify parasitic cleanse. And so basically you take, I know, but they've offered it to me and um, they're going to give it to me for free to try. Oh my God. Somebody told me about this when I, when I was walking through Gatwick and I did the reel about the fact that I had bum worms because we have, I'm worried that I gave you the bum worms. I think I farted in your bed sheets. I farted eggs. Rob then laid in the eggs and it's it's transferred into my family. I, I basically, I'm now... Like DNA linked with you guys, all That's thanks it. to the bumworms. I had, I had one bumworm, to be fair. There were none in my poo. I just found one. That was bad enough as it was. So they, anyway, they did this thing, this parify. N- no, loads of people messaged me about that, about right. that parasitic cleanse. And I was like, what is it? And you've just reminded me, I want it. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do it, I think. Like that. Yeah. I'm so scared. Like, do you think loads of parasites will come out your bum hole? How great would that be? That's I like couldn't handle it. As long as they're dead. What if they were alive? Oh, no, they oh, won't be. They'll die. They'll be. The, the medication will kill it. It did make me wonder. Is it? Is this why? Imagine I've if shit loads of stuff comes out. No, but that's what like I'm scared about. Like a fucking about. license plate in a, you know, <laughs> an old thumb, an anaconda. <laughs> I was scared, but also like imagine if I did it and then um, I suddenly just put on loads of weight because the only reason that I've ever been naturally slim is that I've got a parasite <laughs> living in my guts. <laughs> I've got a feeling that might be the case because sometimes I'm like, how do I eat so much chocolate and I'm just still slim? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's the parasite. Because they feed off sugar. So there's lots mate. of things that you can do. You can eat to naturally deter them. So sweet potato, raw carrot, pumpkin seeds, those three things. Rabbitses. If you've what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Rabbit's ears. That's what dogs are told to eat. Oh, really? The fur on the rabbit's ear, um, basically. Those are acts as a bristle. Yeah, and a it bum just bristle. Pushes, pushes them all out of the bum. There you go. Oh, a rabbit's ear. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, trying to swallow so hair? Disgusting. That actually uh, hits my gag reflex pretty hard. I think I'll, I'll stick with the raw carrot, thank you. That sounds much better. And lots of people said to put a garlic, a garlic clove up your bum. I did that. Do you not remember? That's it burnt right. my bum hole. Really? Yeah, mate. It didn't work. I did that. I was really freaked out. I, I've had it so many fucking times. Peeled Last or unpeeled? Question. Peeled. Peeled. It was oh, all right mate. to begin with. And then so, but surely it just started burning and burning and burning. And I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. And Steve was like, no, neither do I. <laughs> Garlic bum bread. Yeah. So my, <laughs> um, my anus was sort of. How long quite... did it stay up there? Were you scared that you'd never get it minutes. back? 
I didn't, and now you remember, I'm, I, worry, I worry about those things. I didn't put yeah. it all the way in. Okay, so it was like... Thumbed it half in. I don't understand. So it was hanging out. Your sphincter was like literally, it was half in, half out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I feel like mine would just go... Wow. And then it's gone. And then I've I'd got... have to poo it out. Yeah, I worry so much. Like, am I just that ended up in your lung? You know? <laughs> Surely you had to stay still for that whole period of time that the garlic thing was half in, half out. I can't remember really. I blocked it out. Because if you move around... I'm no, I genuinely did put garlic up my ass. It was a thing last year. I do remember it burns, being... Um, it burns really bad. I remember being in a yoga pregnancy class and the woman was like so fucking hippie. And she said to put garlic cloves up your fanny to naturally induce labour. Stop. Yeah, and I was like, that can't be a good idea. I had to get it out. And then your baby's going to be born with like fucking half a bulb stuck on its head. Like going to be born basically smelling like a fucking French restaurant. <laughs> I can't talk today. Restaurant. I never did it, obviously. I've never advices. heard of that before. It's That's terrible. so random. That's like saying piss on a hamster and if it goes purple, you're pregnant. You yeah. I mean? like, she was a bit so like ridiculous. that. She was a bit like that. Wow. Um, have you got anything exciting to report or, you know, does it does it top the bumworms and the puking? I don't think anything will top the bumworms, let's be honest. No. no. <laughs> you win. You win. We, um, oh, do you know what? I'll tell you what, Laura. I might do yeah. a little um, did you know today. Oh, we've had one of those in bloody yonks. We haven't, have we? And because uh, I actually prepared a really good one for the, um, what should we call it? the old show and then we decided not to do it so i've got it just hanging around somewhere let me try and find it hold on okay i found it oh okay so oh i really like doing these i should do some more okay so you ready for this did you know Ooh, this is no, really no, <laughs> i'm trying to remember what i used to say no, no i didn't <laughs> um so did you know that during the victorian era men collected their lover's pubic hair as a token of conquest. So basically, you know, like you'd sleep with someone and then you'd be like, hello, uh, so can I have a bit of your pews, please? Do you cut or yank? I'd say you probably cut, right? Yeah, Seems what a bit more have... polite. The medieval times? What no, this is Victorian you? era. Victorian? Yeah. Do so it's not scissors? even that long ago, mate. Of course they had scissors. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm more worried about is how you take the pubes rather than the actual act of. They would just take a little little snip, I assume. That's like taking a pair of ladies' underwear, isn't it, and saying this is my conquest, except for its pubes. Where would you put it? Do well, you... here you go. This is, I, will, oh. I, will, I will elaborate. So under the rule of Queen Victoria, upper-class men of 19th century England, pubic hair was collected as a token of remembrance. Aristocratic men would wear these locks on their hat as a... <laughs> It was not uncommon for these men to use their ladies' locks as cockades on their hat, which is like one of those little fancy things, isn't it? I mean, can you actually imagine? That is an actual description of why it's a cockade. That's like, isn't it? It's like, look how big my cock is. I've slept with this many women. There you go. However, so it was seen as a token of devotion, but however, this wasn't a sign of true love. It was a bit more vulgar. Than that, so basically, you wouldn't be like walking around with your wife's pubes on your head. You would only do it with the um, sex workers in the Victorian period. Men would clip a bit of treasure from their conquests and display them on accessories such as hats in order to brag about their sexual endeavours through the art of fashion as a little boost to their ego. 
Others who were not so tawdry would carry their lover's trophy in a locket or hidden in a pocket watch. I am just loving this idea of people walking around with just pubes all over them. Like, well, imagine if you like, if someone was like, "Oh, can you tell me the time?" You opened it and literally you busted open all of your lover's a fucking pubic hairs. <laughs> the pocket watch merkin. Because what would you do with it? Would you just have them as individual? Depends how many people you slept with, innit? That could be an amazing mini series. I feel <laughs> the pocket watch merkin. <laughs> It's like a detective, isn't it? The Sherlock Holmes and the, the pocket watch Merkin. Oh my God, he's got such a good ring to it. Um, so at the University of St Andrews in Fife, Scotland, is that how you say that, Fife? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in their museum, there is a testament to this most curious custom in the form of a silver snuff box from 1822, tightly packed with a ginger fluff, hello, that's me, of King George IV's lover. The snuff box relates to an 18th century gentleman's society called the Beggar's Benison, which was centred on men's personal self-gratification. So what, like a wank club? Must have been. Self-gratification, yeah. yeah. The secret mascot of the society <laughs> was a wig woven from the tender Stop. tresses of King Charles II mistresses, although only the empty wig box remains today. Mate, someone nabbed the pube wig. <laughs> Oh my god There is a lovely inscribed memento That reads Hair from the mons That's the pubis The pubis mons pubis Mons pubis mons veneris Of a royal courtesan of George IV His majesty was introduced to the sovereign And knights of the BB Which is the old wank club When he visited Scotland And arrived at the harbour of Leith For the first and last time The hairlocks are said to belong to Elizabeth Conningham Who the king donated to the club that's so imagine? weird. I, 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 it's just beyond all fucking rationale. Like, oh my God, you will not believe what King George has given us. And boys. Who wait, started Trent. the trend as well? Like, who was the we pub have a trendsetter? Whole fucking pubic wig. <laughs> Who's going to wear it first? <laughs> Maybe that's part of the ritual of the club. Is that when you're self, yeah, the initiation, you've got to like wear it and have a wank, and then and that's you. Yeah. In the and then club. like they're all humming like some weird, <laughs> and they're all dressed in black. Nubis monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's just only men could do this. I do you know, know what mate. I mean? It's like there's so no ridiculous. Women going, Oh, girls, guess what I did the other day after I'd noshed off <laughs> old Harry from the butchers? Oh, I chopped a bit of his pubes off and now I've knitted it into this nice little neck scarf. Why don't you do the same? <laughs> well, we wouldn't be allowed to anyway, because uh, uh, I suppose women, if they slept around, then that was seen Scarlet as being a, a high. Whereas, you know, for men, yeah. it was like... Totally fine. They got accolades for it. Obviously, it's, totally, it's, it's a totally different situation if you're a man. Especially in the Victorian time. Jesus Christ. I like how that's um that that's never made it into like a Jane Austen novel. Do you know what I mean? Why it's was missing. she missing? <laughs> why was she missing? Why why was her lover not, you know, um snipping pubes and bestowing it onto his hat? Like surely, hat yeah, Mr. Darcy, did he not? Still a bit of pubes and have a lot of hat. Do you know even, what I mean? if, even if she didn't know, I bet you did. That would change the whole context of that story, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. <clears throat> You'd be like, what a dirty pervert. But then or I suppose Bridgerton. The women, yeah. Just get the pube hat out. The pube well, <laughs> Get the pube out. 
we're all going to a gentleman's club. What are you going to do? We're going to take turns putting on someone's pubic hair on our head and masturbate while everybody chants. How many um, women do you think it would take to make a pube wig? That's a lot. Isn't it? And also, I mean, how long are the fucking pubes? Are we? T- that's it's gonna... Victorian times, though, mate. We're we're hairy Marys back then, weren't we? Yeah, mate. But pubes don't get that fucking long, do they? I don't know. I don't think we've ever let ours grow out to its full potential. <laughs> True. <laughs> Mine have been pretty long. Mine were really long the other day. Do you think like they plait them together to make them longer? Because otherwise, I just don't. I want. I I want to see the length of. I'm trying it would, to think. It like, would actually, it, to me, it sounds like something out of fucking Hannibal Lecter. Well, I no, I'm imagining something really preferred, like you know, like a proper oh, Renaissance style. Yeah, wig. that's actually probably exactly what yeah, it was. Yeah, with like little, you know, and quite a lot. But I suppose if they, like you said, maybe they just glued. They made like pube extensions type thing. Yeah, exactly. Did did they use a bonding? I'm just going to very quickly Google it. Victorian pubic ah oh, um the pubic hair hat is somewhat disappointing oh is it really can you see one pubic hair hat yeah this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. How is that a hat? That just looks like some of that looks like a pants of pubes. Well, this I'm I'm sorry, but it, yeah, look, pubic pubic. Oh no, that's a pubic wig. Yeah, so pubic wigs were really common. So th- those yeah, would have been different, though. Yeah, that's and those were worn by um, sex workers to disguise the fact that they had um, sexually transmitted diseases. Uh, because obviously, if you had like gonorrhea or syphilis, something rank like that, then it kind of wrecked your minge. But if you put one yeah. of those over it, you wouldn't really be able to You'd tell. Never know. Unless but, you were checking um, no, for worms. I, I believe that maybe that one, uh, and obviously to the or to anybody listening, it's like what the fuck are they t- you know they talking about? It does just basically look like a murking. Yeah, that's essentially. So that it. is not a hair hat. I I, <laughs> I so so wanted to do this in the show and then sort of produce a hat made of my pubes for you. That was my imagine. Yeah, that was my aim. That would my take ambition. so much growing out to make a whole hat. It would, wouldn't it? I would have bought some fake pubes. I don't think I'd I would like actually to think so. stuck some real pubes. I'd like to think so, Vic, but you weren't going to put on my head. <laughs> like our friendships, I've given you worms, granted, but yeah, I believe that in was... In exchange. That was... <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. a fair trade to me, to be honest. Yeah, I guess it would have been. I think my pubes are less terrifying than worms. Bum worms. Up your bum. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've literally infiltrated the innards of all you of have. you. You've been inside me now. I know. That's weird. What do you feel about that? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only apologise. Oh, mate, I love those, did you know? I should bring them back, shouldn't I? I really think you should. I love them. I think they're bloody fantastic. They're bloody, bloody fantastic. Bloody fantastic. Right, should we have a story now? I have got a story. Hang Ooh, on. We'll go on then. Okay, I've got a potential. Let go me on. read it and let's see. Okay. Sorry, I'm I, I'm getting over a slight illness. I'm not quite sure what it was. It's a bit of a head cold, so I'm a bit... Sniffing. You know, That's can you hear right. that? I'm sorry. I've got dead worms falling out my bum, so you're oh, all right. Oh, yeah, true. All right, you win. 
You win every time. <laughs> and I gave them to you. Hey, so I get terrible IBS and I mean terrible. Thinking a very watery mudslide gushing down the side of a mountain at warp speed. Terrible. So I was at my local Sainsbury's big supermarket. We already know this is doomed, don't we? Yeah. I'm pushing the trolley and I get a pain in my stomach and I get the cold sweat and I know that it's coming. And, and mate, what is it about that cold sweat? No, it just starts Your out, core. It? That's it. So I try and head as quickly as I can to the toilets. A few seconds before I get there, the Poonami comes, lovely and warm, great. So I get into the toilet, disabled one, because it stinks like a rotting fucking corpse, so I need to be locked away. Well, it keeps on coming, so I take off my pants and leggings. There is absolutely covered in shit. Oh, in Sainsbury's. Oh, I sit God. on the loose. Once it's all out, I think, oh, how am I going to get out of this toilet now? The loos are directly right by customer service and the fag kiosk, which had big keys. I look at my leggings and pants and I'm like, fuck, I can't put them back on. Look at my legs and I think I need to wash my legs. So filling up the same spree sink with water and washing my legs <coughs> with genie hand soap and paper towels. Oh. Still thinking, how the hell, how the F am I going to get out of here? Oh my God, I can only hope she had a long fucking top on. By now, a few people had tried the doors. So I was, because I had been in there for about 15 minutes. Oh, so once hell. I was clean, now naked from the waist down. But, uh, oh my God, with just a t-shirt and bra. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to call someone to save me. But who did I want to call and actually let them know what had happened? My sister lived 45 minutes away. <laughs> so not an option. My mum's a cow, so she'd have told everyone she knows. My fella, not a chance. I'd keep these incidents a secret and no way was I exposing myself. My mate, Becky, she has IBS. She knows the score. I call her, no answer. Fuck's sake. I call again and she answers. She's luckily off work, but could get to me in 35 minutes. I ask her to bring a change of clothes, baby wipes and air freshener. <laughs> so I sit and wait for a bit. Stuck to the toilet half naked. I get a bang on the door. It's the security. I'm like, yeah, just uh, there's been a situation. I'm waiting for a friend. They say, well, you have to come out and open this door. I said, no, I can't, but I'm okay. They said, well, we need you to open the door. And I say, no, I can't. About 45 minutes later, my friend calls to say that she's pulled up. She comes to the loo and she's like, oh my fucking God. I get a baby wipe down, get the clean clothes on, and she's bought a bin bag for the dirty clothes, which went into the bin because the level of poo. Oh my uh, God, mate, the absolute my washer. I'll never be back to that supermarket again. Imagine that it's the banging on the door and you're having to have a conversation about it. Yeah, what like, would you do? I would just be quiet. Although I suppose they could just open the door, right? Yeah, imagine. Because they can just, they have control over And also over because they're like, are you doing drugs? Are you shopping? Yeah, that's what exactly what they were thinking. No. <laughs> She's taking heroin. No, sh shut herself. Yeah. Are you dead in there? No. <laughs> I'm literally naked. My pubes are out. My just bum's out. The, the very lot. idea of just being like in Sainsbury's toilet with your fanny just full out. Like, <laughs> that's just makes me It's so exposing so as well because the set, like those toilets, they're really big. So they're if massive, you're sat on yeah. the toilet, you're terrified of that door being opened. Yeah. And also. Imagine. I don't know what who designed this, but in those disabled toilets, a lot of the time you can see yourself in a big mirror, can't yes. you? Yes. <laughs> Which is even worse. It's even worse. So she would be able to see herself taking off her shitty pants and then like washing herself in the sink. 
in just watching her the reflection. The depravity like, of the whole situation. I don't need to see this. Like, no. just take that mirror away, please. Yeah, please. I don't, Spare I don't, me. I don't get it. Why does it have to be so big, that mirror? Yeah. Just highlighting the shame. <laughs> Absolutely highlighting the shame. the shame. You are front and centre of this situation. You're the star of the show, even if you didn't want to be. <laughs> Who would you call? I know you'd call Steve. I'd call Steve. What yeah. if Steve wasn't an option? You call Lens. Lens. Oh yeah, Lens. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, she'd be there in a heartbeat. She'd be like, "Don't worry, love. What you need." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those those are my two go tos in a heartbeat. Wouldn't even press cross my mind. To be fair, actually, Steve would be fucking useless because he'd just laugh and he'd be like, "Well, I'm at work, so I can't come." I oh, know that's it. Automatically, it? I know. Don't bother calling Steve because in any given situation where I've actually needed him, he's always been like, "I'm at work, tough." Mate, there's actually nothing. If you didn't have anyone to ring, there is nothing you could do in that situation. You take because she's already wet the leggings. So unless you put the wet leggings back on, and no, mate, they were covered in shit because no, but she she could have washed them under the sink. And and this is probably what I do. I'd wash them under the sink and then I'd put them under the hair dryer or something. Yeah, the hand dryer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes a hand dryer is a shit, but if you've got one of those turbo ones, yeah, that might work. I've I've like dried a pair of tights on those before. Yeah. I sometimes do that anyway with my hairdryer. Just stick the t- stick it down the leg of the tight. Yeah. Works it out that. nice and quick. That does work a treat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because if you had no one to call, you could do that. Or the other option is that you like make a skirt out of toilet paper. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> but that toilet paper in those supermarkets is so shit. It is. It's like just, yeah, it's like tracing paper, isn't it? So yeah. you, you would definitely be able to see. Thing is, I, in my absolute. Just overall panic. I wouldn't even think to call anyone, and I would like pull my t-shirt down and try and waddle out and hope yeah. no one. That would be what I would do, which would be awful. I mean, yeah. if anything, she's taught me a lesson to so never do that. No, I know. Could you imagine as well if you were spotted on the security camera? There was like <laughs> a bad bomb situation in aisle twenty-one. But you know, sometimes like the fucking <laughs> where they have like t- a CCTV camera exposed, and they're like, we are currently investigating and looking for the perpetrator of this like right yeah like the that guy in disney yesterday he was arrested because he got off of one of the fucking rides stripped naked and started walking around all of it what i didn't hear that i'm sure it was yesterday what disney was that america i'm gonna say it right now i have absolutely no desire ambition whatever to ever go to disney world it's just no thanks not for me no do you yeah. Really? It's a small world ride. Streaker is arrested at Disneyland. Oh, mate, what a nonce. I wouldn't go to alone? any, like, I am absolutely, I'm not sure if you're aware, absolutely dead fucking against any of, like, the Sea World, those sorts of places. I think yeah, they're yeah. diabolical places. I will never, ever fund those types of places. Disney, yeah, fucking all over that. Would you stay there? What do you mean? Like stay in the hotel there and do the whole... It's so expensive and it's just shit. It's like proper garbage food. I wouldn't stay and... in the hotel. No, I'd do a day trip there. I'm all right doing a day trip. I'm not yeah, so I'd go else. in and out. Yeah. But I wouldn't stay in Disney because it's too expensive. Fuck that. I'd just get a villa. Yeah. And we're, I don't we're know, definitely going to something... do it. Oh, yeah. There's something yeah. about it. I just... I don't like massive crowds of people and it just... Every time... Yeah, I mean, neither do I. It's like hell. I'll... I don't. Yeah. I also don't like to be stood in queues when it's really hot. So no, exactly. all of it is going to tap into everything I hate and my children. But yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> Sounds fucking great, mate. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Yeah, thanks. 
<laughs> oh, you know what? I have got a really cringe story to tell you that's oh, yeah. funny. I, so the person who's previously done all of my massages, and bless her, she is retired and she has moved to Wales. And she recommended someone to me. For a massage? For a massage. <clears throat> so I went for a full body massage. It was bloody lovely. She's bloody lovely. This was last week, I think. Oh, my God. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm quite a socially awkward person. So she has this beautiful little sort of um, horse box outside her house. And that's where all of her treatments happen. Had my massage done. She was like, right, OK, I'll leave you to get dressed now. So I got dressed and I hung around awkwardly for a little while. And then I was like, I think I must just go. Yeah. So I walked off of her property. I got in my car. I started driving. And about, I don't know, three minutes later, I got a phone call and it was her. And she went, I I, I was only waiting for you to get dressed. Like, um, you need to pay me. I was like, oh. She wasn't that blonde, but basically she was like, you know, like, you oh, so this is how you pay me. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. Like, I didn't want to be this really creepy person that was just like stood in the fucking horse box waiting for you to arrive back. Like we're about to have some type of weird, passionate sex. Like I just thought it was best for me to just up and leave. And she was like, no, it, I just give you the opportunity to get dressed. I was like, that's okay, that's so great. funny. No, I know. I know the protocol for next time. I won't do a runner. Oh, that's hilarious. I know, but that is always awkward. That moment of like waiting when you go in for a massage and then you have to get undressed and you lie on the bed. And I don't know, there's just something so awkward about it, isn't there? Yeah, because then it's like they knock and you're like, yes? Yeah, I'm ready. I never know how to behave. Victorian sort of sex thing, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? I did have a massage. I'll tell you what I... I just always feel like I'm going to fart, you know, yes. and when they get anywhere near the sort of upper thigh, I'm like, please don't squeeze one out. Cause sometimes and then they go, just relax. And yeah, you're like, mate, you're like, if no, I relax, it's all I come out. That garlic clove that's hanging halfway out of my arsehole will be in your <laughs> eye, love. <laughs> last, night, baked, last night's baked things are going to make a fucking re-entry into the atmosphere. <laughs> I, can't. Oh, I don't have the luxury, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> and they always like, they're quite because I always like it really hard. I like I hard pressure, well. so they can often sort of accidentally spread your bum cheeks. Not like, but you know, by, by just okay, doing yeah. a bit what of rough action on your thigh. But on the Jesus. upper thigh, and you know, I've got no ass, have I? So it's like two little tiny pancakes, just one little <laughs> movement, and mine are like eight miles apart. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, funny! Oh, dear. you do make me laugh. <laughs> um, I think that we've. Uh, We've said enough. We've said, we've said enough. enough. I don't <laughs> think there's any. And also, can we apologise for the lateness of this one? Oh, because yes, you I were apologise. Yeah. I was not well um, We should have probably yesterday. said that at the beginning. We forgot to mention that. I'm sure it's fine. Um, you probably got those messages saying, where's your podcast? But it'll be out in a minute. Not that, Well, yeah. you're listening to it, so it's out now. It's out, yeah. It's already... It's <laughs> and, and also, we've decided to say this at the end. So literally... <laughs> It, it got sorted. That's what like, happened. Um, end of story. End of story. Okay, so if you want to keep sending us your stories, you can send me did you knows as well. Let's start that yeah, back up again. I, love it. I like that. That was a good... I really Any, any funny little facts. Uh, you can email us at noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarredpodcast and they can slide on into our DMs. And don't forget, we've still got the uh, Black Friday discounts on, the old sex toys, sex toys. Um, and some of the lingerie as well. So go on over to our website, it's no Podcast. 
Bix put uh, a lot of, uh, lot of time, effort and energy into that website. Yes, yeah, so it's fucking looking fucking it, great. Bastards. Yeah, <laughs> poor bitch. Um, okay, so yeah, all right then. We will uh, see you all next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, you little saucy fucking bitches. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.